welcome to track number 15 of Zealously Affected Always. Hallelujah. Now I need everybody to stand up. Everybody standing. Everybody standing. Now, this is the last session for tonight, and we're coming at dawn for our final session, and then we are off. Now, everyone standing. Are you standing? Yes. Now, listen carefully. All that I've been preaching about is for this session and what we are ending with. And it is the great fight. Why do you think I've been sharing with you about becoming strong? It's because of a fight that is coming your way. The great fight. When you see somebody training and becoming stronger, it's probably for a reason. He's preparing for a great fight. Are you with me? Now, who are you going to meet in this great fight? Matthew 12. No one sitting. We are all standing. Yes. Are you there? Now, verse 29 of Matthew 12. Verse 29 of Matthew 12. It says, How can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods except he first bind the strong man then he will spoil his house. Wow. And this is talking about Satan. Now, if, you know, um, Jesus was talking about verse 26, if Satan casts out Satan, he's divided against himself. How then shall his kingdom stand? If I by Beelzebub cast out devils, by whom do your children cast them out? If I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. How can one enter a strong man's house and spoil his goods except he first bind the strong man? Put it up in another version, please. Change the version. Change the version. Change the version. And carry off his property unless he first bind the strong man. Do you think the strong man in the house is going to sit down quietly for you to come into his house and take his things away so why have we been teaching you about becoming strong because we are in our lives going to get into the big fight 
And the big fight is for Satan's property. We are going into his house to, it's a commando raid. How can you enter the house of a strong man like Satan and plunder his goods? Only someone even stronger, someone who could tie him up and then plunder his house. So you are being strengthened in this camp meeting for the big fight. Are you ready for the big fight? Now, all the things, putting on the garments, you know, um, what are the things? God is your strength. Appearing before God to make you stronger. Waiting on God. Coming nearer to God. Wisdom and knowledge. Eh? Loving God. Quietness and confidence are all things to make you strong so that when you enter Satan's house, he will realize that a strong man has come. Stronger than him. Now, what are the things that we need in Satan's house? Because this is your first and last chance to be an arm robber. Yes. You are a spiritual robber. We are entering into Satan. What does Satan have that we need? He has the souls of men. So God is making us stronger. Because the Bible says he is the God of this world. When Jesus was being tempted of the devil, Jesus, Satan took Jesus up to a high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world. And if it was not true, it would not have been a temptation. But it was a real temptation. Because all the kingdoms, Accra, Ghana, Lagos, Luanda, Dubai, London, everywhere, he showed him, he said, all the kingdom, and he said that I have the power. In the next verse, he says, The devil taketh into a sitting high mountain, showed him the kingdom of the world and the glory of them, the beauty, the riches. Wow. And he says, All these things I will give you if you just bow down. I'll give you, you don't have to struggle to die on the cross again. They are mine. You know that they are mine. That's why Ghana can't prosper, it's because of Satan. We have everything to prosper. A nation, you imagine a nation, here is the sea and here we are. We import fish and people paint it red and sell it. When you go to the seaside, they bring fish that they've imported, cold fish that they've imported from other places. Then they bring it and they put sand on it and they sell it to that. Oh, this is fresh fish. from It is not. They get fish and inject it with uh, uh, formalin and they are selling it. In Ghana, we have everything. We have chicken. This, we, we buy chicken. It's like the country is forced by the type of people that lead the country. That nobody can farm. Nobody can have chicken farm. Nothing. You can't do anything. Those are the type of people that are governed. It's Satan. Through whatever means, whatever they say, it's like wipe out all ability to farm Ability to have a factory, ability to prosper. It's a wild thing. All over the world. You can see the confusion in the world. Yeah. Everywhere. You go to South Africa, you see more confusion. More. Hey. 
You go to Zimbabwe, there is nothing there. It's fantastic. And Satan said, they are mine. And it's true. Just worship me. I'll give them to you. And Jesus said, no. I'll fight you for it. So we are being made strong, not just to be strong. You can't be pumping every day for nothing. A lot of us don't go all this. Why? Who are you going to fight with? Do you get what I'm saying? You are rarely going to need physical strength to fight in anything in life. Maybe, but not likely. Those days are past. So why are we preparing so much to be strong as a first love church? Because we are going as the first and only chance to be armed robbers. We are going into Satan's house. Through the windows, through the doors, we are entering. And we are taking his goods. What goods? His souls that he has captured, the kingdoms of this world. Satan is ruling over Legon. UPSA, I tell you, the activities that are going on there, the universities, the schools, the things that are happening there. And we are going to plunder his goods and deprive him of the souls that he has captured. And it hurts him each time we do that. Now, that is why God is making us strong. And you see, you must always maintain your aim. One of the things in a war is to maintain your aim. Yes, one of the things, the first principle in, in, in military, U.S. military, British, Russian, maintain your aim. It's number one. It's the number one principle. What is the aim? What, what are, what's the reason for all these things we are doing? And the reason is one. is to win souls and to establish souls in the kingdom of God. That's the highest commandment. That is the reason why Jesus Christ came into this world. So, but you see, if you yourself are living in sin, you are living in backsliding, you are living in difficulty, it's not that easy to fight the enemy. Because when you go to fight him, he sees that you are bare-chested. Your breastplate of righteousness is gone. Your garment of righteousness is not there. He sees you have not been waiting on the Lord. You've been waiting on uh, Nigerian movies and waiting on other, what is it called? Huh? Korean TV. Korean series. Kukumbaja. Indian speaking tree. You are being turned by God into a master soul winner. Remember what I told you. Parasalaried activities are the master key to prosperity. Parasalaried activities. Like soul winning. Soul winning. So, I want you to have two things that you are going to be good at doing. One is to win a soul. To win a soul. And number two, to establish a soul. 
lives. To win a soul and to establish a soul. They are different from inviting people to church. Inviting people to church is inviting people to church. I'm talking about winning a soul and then establishing the soul in Christ. And I want you to be a master at personal evangelism, personal soul winning, and personalized establishing, personally praying for people to receive Holy Spirit, personally calling people. You must have people that are your sheep. Everyone here is rising, even if it's your first camp, even if it's the first time that you've come. Christianity is like golf. You learn very fast initially. And then you grow slowly over a long period. So when you come to Christ, you see that you grow very quickly over a short while. But then after that, it takes time to keep growing gradually. Yes. So you, you, you initially, that's why sometimes you see someone, oh, you have been in church only for a year and you are already a shepherd. So yeah. That's how it is. Because you quickly rise, you come out of Satan's darkness and you rise quickly within the church and within the kingdom. And then it takes more years to stay and to grow gradually in many things. That's exactly how golf is. You start, you can swing, but gradually you see that it takes years to be able to play well. So you are going to be a master soul winning robber. Like Satan will be terrorized by your presence. Your presence is a terror. Terror alert. You are on the scene. You are coming around. You are coming around. You are a spiritual terrorist of Satan. A soul winning terrorist. Wow. Is it fantastic? Yeah. And the only person you terrorize is Satan. Not human beings. Yes. You see, we are going into his house. And we are going to bind him. And then take the people in the rooms that he has captured. And the best film to understand is the film Taken. Yes, Taken. You see that the guy took his one daughter. And he said, look, I have some skills that I can use get my child from you and I will use them and you need special skills soul winning skills yes talking to people about Jesus now there is no how do you, how do you become a soul winner by winning souls by talking to people about you listen soul winning is the art of giving your testimony being a witness of what has happened to you so if you have not been saved, you can't witness. So sometimes when you see somebody who doesn't witness and leads people to Christ, it's actually a sign that he's not really saved. Yes. Because if you are saved, you know, salvation, salvation is a, is a big thing. Salvation is like a major change. It's a twist in your life. It's a turn. You turn away. So, it's, it's so, so you shall be my witnesses. A witness is somebody who says what, what I've seen. I'm sure you may have heard me tell the story about one day I was in my house, I was praying, or I was somewhere praying, and I saw these people, mad guys, taking a car and ramming it into somebody's house at top speed. 
you know, the next morning, police came and said, hey, we are, we are looking for somebody who saw. I said, please, go away. But they, all that they wanted was, did you see, did you know, do you know? You come and you say, yes, I saw this happen. This happen. So to witness is to come and say, you know, look, I was like this, I was like this. I heard the word of God. I gave my life. My life is changed. My life is changed. I'm, I'm new. I'm a brand new person. This is, that's witnessing. Witnessing is not a special way of preaching with about 17 scriptures and so on. But it's explaining what has happened to you and sharing with other people the love of God and how you have been saved. So, to me, one of the main signs that you are a born again Christian is your ability to witness. So many of the charismatic people we have today, they are not Christians. They are not Christians because they can't witness. Many charismatic people, they are not, they are not born again. You see, that's why, you see, when I first became a Christian, when I, I first, you know, when I grew up in Ghana, we have so many thousands of Orthodox churches. But we were in those churches, we didn't know Christ. I was baptized and confirmed in a, in a, in a, in a denomination. Confirmed. Confirmed. I was not born again. So there are many people in churches they are not born again. Many people. There are many people who look like Christians but they are not Christians. One day are you still here? Yeah, this is just a short session but it's very important. Listen carefully. No one should sit down. When you sit down, no, you'll be flooded. If you know anyone who is sitting down, lift your hand so that I come in that direction. In you, over there, can I have the firing squad to go in that direction, please? Quickly. Bath them. Don't wet our nice chest. Put them aside to the firing squad. What about on this side? Very good. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? Very careful. Listen carefully. One day, a beautiful lady walked into the consulting room in uh, the hospital. Beautiful young girl, 20 years old. Yes. And the gynecologist said we should examine her. So we examined her. I said, what problem is this? She has never had her menstrual period before since she was born, 20 years old. We, We didn't know this was the, my first. I had a picture of it in my textbook, but I had not seen one before. Yeah. It was a boy who was a girl. And when we examined her, she had no womb, she has no ovaries, but she looks like a girl. Breast, everything, normal looking, but she's a boy. And she can never have a child because she doesn't have a womb. 
at all. And I have a picture of twins, you know, in my in my textbook. Remember, ten teachers, you had a picture of this two normal ladies looking. But you see, it is the bringing forth of a child that even proves that you are a woman at a point. Yes. Because, or even having a period at least. Yes. She was not. And actually she had testicles in her body. Yes. She has testicles. I mean, it's either he or she, but she has testicles. But the testicles were inside her abdomen. So you may be having the signs that you are a believer, like you wave your hand, you say amen, you say hallelujah, you say glory, you say mercy. Huh? You may say good policy. What a shock. But you are not a believer. Show me your souls that you have captured for Jesus. Then I'll know that you are a genuine believer. It's like a shepherd. Show me your sheep, then I know that you are. It's not when I call you pastor that makes you a pastor. It's if you have sheep, then you are a shepherd. So everyone here is going on a big fight to fight, to win, not to win, to plunder Satan's house, terrorize him, bring out his captives, and give him a back kick, put him in a coma, and walk out with the captives. Are you ready for that in the name of Jesus? Only the people in the front are ready for that. Are you ready for that in the name of Jesus? Are you ready for that in the name of Jesus? Yes. You must be a master soul winner. Since I gave my life to Jesus, I've been winning souls. Yes. Even on Sunday, I won souls. Even at the wedding on Saturday, I won souls. Crusades, I win souls. I'm winning souls all the time. Each soul I win adds one to my marks in heaven. And my crowns. You sit there and be not winning souls and clapping for me. You don't know. (laughs) You must become a master soul winner. Not soul winner, soul capturer. Like you capture souls alive. Zogrio. Hallelujah. How many are ready to do that? And without doing that, I cannot verify your Christianity. Yes. I can't can't vouch for you. Now, that is the whole essence of being strong. You see, our brother whom I sometimes call all dead people are still alive. He gave a testimony once. He was in tech, doing every bad thing that is in the list of options to do. He was doing all. 
after I did the first altar call and the second altar call and the third and last one, he came and gave his life. And I won him. I captured him. A drug addict. A liar. A thief. A bad boy. A disappointment. I captured him from Satan. Satan had him. Satan was, he had never heard before about Lazarus and the rich man. He had not heard it before. That was the day that he heard it. And God used me to capture, I captured him out of Satan. I said, one of Satan's regret that I went to take on that day. <laughs> yeah. I captured him out. There are people in captivity. Captivity. As I'm speaking now, I tell you. The amount of fornication and bloodshed going on at Lagos, you have no idea. Yes. As I speak now, the, the fornication and adultery that is going on in tech, in UPSA, you can't even imagine it. The drugs and the problems and the people captured. Satan has taken call young people all over. God is going to use you Amen. to capture them and take them out of Satan's hand. Amen. That's the reason for your strength. Amen. And the strength with which you use to win souls is the strength that is going to exude from your life and affect all the other things that are important in your life. Yes, yeah, so it says, be strong that thou mayest prosper. What is the strength for? The strength is for this fight. The time is past for just relaxing in church. Receiving, receiving, receiving. Receiving, 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 receiving. I want you to be a true disciple. If you say you are following me, look, my life is winning souls. I win souls almost on a daily basis. Yes, at least a soul a day for a year. I win more than 365 souls a year for the last how many years? Thousands. If you put even 10 million souls giving their life to Jesus since we started healing Jesus' crusade. How many is that in in 10 years? One million souls a, a year. So if you, one million, you spread one million over 365. One million divided by 365 is how much? Check it in your computer. Three thousand. 2,739 souls a day. That's my average count of souls per day. Souls per day. I'm going to Mozambique to add more to my tally card. 2,700 souls a day. I'm getting richer in heaven. You'll be there. You can easily be my house boy in heaven. How many would like to be my house boy in heaven? Instead of desiring to be a king, you want to be my house boy. 
every Sunday I win souls. Every Sunday I win souls. Soul winning is the wisest activity you can ever engage in. Soul winning is the wisest activity you can ever engage in. It's the most lucrative job. It's the wisest activity you can engage in. And you are going to be a master soul winner. When you enter somebody's house, that's the end of Satan. I said, that's the end of Satan. Are there any brothers who have been rappers before, like rap girls? Raise your right hand. Raise your right hand. Okay. Now, is there are there any brothers here who have been able to convince a girl that you love her? Raise your hand. Now, soul winning is convincing people that Jesus loves them. That's soul winning. Convincing people that Jesus loves them. You see, one day, one of the dancing stars told me something. She said, Daddy, when you are preaching at the crusade, it reaches a point I become afraid. I become scared. So actually, she came to me one, one carnival. She said, Daddy, today was different because I wasn't scared as I usually. I said, when you reach a certain point, I become afraid. I become scared when we are preaching. My heart starts to beat. My heart starts to beat. And I said, yes, today I was either in a certain mood or what, so I didn't, I didn't go all out. That's why you were not afraid. You would have been afraid. It's normal for you to be afraid. <laughs> why? Because I am give, I am rap. I said, I'm wrapping them for I am convincing them. I am talking them into Christ. Hey! Whichever way I'm talking them into Christ. I'm capturing the soul. You've been able to wrap a girl. My wife, you know, when I first started to talk to her, she was saying that I am a gun. So, guns, all guns are boxes. So, her mother or her aunties have warned her against guns. I 
I overcame all those obstacles. I never saw her mother as a challenge. My words were more than enough. My words were more than enough. That is why you see a brother who cannot get a beloved. At a point, it almost shows that he cannot be a pastor. Because he cannot convince. Just one soul to capture one for your house. One personal convert for your personal house. Soul winning is wrapping people. As you wrap a girl, you will wrap the person about Jesus. Yes. Are you listening to me? You must be able to do that. Now, how many know Delilah? Soul winning is Delilahism. Delilah wrapped Samson until he gave her his his power. He gave his password. He gave everything to her. Are there any sisters here who have been able to wrap a boy in a way like you? You've been now listen. A lot of ladies use indirect raps to convince you. They smile in a way with some soft voice and they do some styles before you realize you are falling. Are there any sisters like that here? They are not also you see, these are the difference between boys and girls. No, none of the sisters are raising their hands. Meanwhile, I'm a few. Delilah talked to Delilah talked to Samson night after night. She made him put her his head on her laps. And she was talking to him and charming him. You see, I asked how many brothers or whatever, all they lifted up the answer. We are sinners, we know ourselves and all that. You ask the sisters, they will not raise their hand, they'll be looking at you as oh, whatever. Meanwhile, they are saying, Propose to me, brother. That's why they like the song, because the song is saying it for them.
brothers, I want to tell you a secret. Don't tell anybody at all. The girls, look, they are wrapping you without you knowing that you are being wrapped. You see, you see the girl standing there quietly, but she has decided that you are the one that she loves. And she has decided that she's in love with you, but she's not saying it. Killing you softly. Yeah.